0: There. back
1: well party's starting early today isn't
0: it to more of early break with sip and jay brought to you by Gaina trucking on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com It is officially Nebraska-Creighton day, much earlier than usual. This is usually a game in December, SIP, on a Saturday, but they're playing it early this year, uh, the third game of the season. We are joined now by Husker Online's Robin Washick. Good morning, Robin. I saw this morning that Nebraska is a three-point favorite tonight against Creighton at PBA. Are you are you surprised they're a favorite, or did you expect that for tonight against the Jays?
2: Um, I wouldn't say overly surprised. Rise. I think that's basically just the home court advantage yeah. edge there. Because really, when you look at these teams, they're pretty even. Um, you know, both have gone through their share of um, struggles at times, and you know, both have kind of been been up and down through the first two games. Um, and so, you know, the, the Nebraska has the advantage of this one being in Pinnacle Bank Arena. I think you're starting to see that. I think the line has been. I think it opened at two and a half, and it swung down to. Um, you know, one and a half and went all the way back up to four and a half. And so it's kind of been uh, jumping around a little bit over the last 12 hours or so. But um, I think the the fact that Nebraska is favored in this one has almost everything to do with it being in Lincoln for the first time since 2018.
1: Robin Washit joins us from Huskeronline.com. Rob, did Nebraska find something in the second half against Sam Houston State when it scored 47 points and pulled away from Sam Houston. I think we're calling him Sam Houston.
2: Yeah, um, yeah I mean, they kind of got back to what they had showed uh, earlier a little bit with uh, uh, just the ball movement um, and, and being able to okay. you know, make layups, make shots. That's a big part of it, uh, that first half. Uh, against Sam Houston, they had plenty of good looks. They just missed them. You know, same thing against Western Illinois, where um, they are missing a lot of bunnies at the rim and not making their three pointers. When that happens, as we've seen over the last you know two years now, uh, this offense can can get it, find itself in a real problem. So I think the the difference was that one, they actually made some shots, but two, the ball movement was was much better. Uh, guys kind of settled down a little bit, and and the flow got back to. Where it needs to be. So I don't know if I would say they found something. I think they probably just got back to doing what they were supposed to do and what they did so well in in that, um, you know, Colorado exhibition, which I continue to point to as uh, the real picture of, of what this offense can be when things are executed. The way that they're supposed to be executed—that's so kind of the benchmark uh, of how Nebraska wants to play every night, needs to play for them to be successful.
1: Robin Washit joins us. Uh, Rob, I just blanked out because I was writing something down that you're saying. Um,
2: I'm sure, it was important.
1: Uh, no, it wasn't. It was important. Go to Creighton. What's the scouting report? What I mean, I know Alex O'Connell can play. He's off to a good start. The Duke transfer, six foot six, one eighty-five. It looks like they got a pretty good point guard. Named Ryan Nebhard, freshman. Mm. Are those are those the key cogs for Creighton?
2: Yeah, and they're they're a young team. Um, you know that uh, is kind of made up of uh, freshmen that are getting thrown in the fire right away. Um, you know, like Nebhard, and then also, um, you know, they they hit the transfer market uh, to bring in some some incident back players. So, you know, they're they're not necessarily a overly young team. You okay. know, they do have a lot of freshmen playing big roles, but. They're a very new team uh, that is kind of trying to figure things out on the fly together. And Nebraska's gone through that, and they're still kind of going through it in a way. But um, you know, they're they're two and zero, but they've uh, had to kind of do some some, do some grinding to get there. You know, they found themselves down in, in both of their last two games, and their three point shooting has been really really bad. Like Nebraska hasn't shot the ball well from three point range, but they're still shooting better than Creighton has. And I think that for For a Greg McDermott team uh, to shoot that poorly, you know, that's kind of a real concern for them right now because they rely so heavily on their perimeter shot. So uh, that's something that is still very much uh, a work in progress for them. Uh, To their credit, you know, despite their offensive struggles, they've found ways to win. And Nebraska was able to do that once, but they didn't do it in their first game. So, you know, it's going to be a deal about which team uh, shows up and is, is willing to to make the winning plays. I mean, obviously, shooting is going to define uh, tonight more than anything. Uh, whichever team is actually able to make their three pointers, yep. probably going to have a significant leg up. But you know, Creighton, um, despite their shooting, uh, has been able to make up for it by uh, you know playing good defense and rebounding, and that's been an well, issue for correct, Nebraska correct. Um, in both of those last two games. So. Um, while they have struggled, Creighton does present some challenges uh, for Nebraska's weaknesses. And uh, as as new of a team as they may be, and the fact that they're playing their very first true road game together um, in their third game of the season in what should be a very fired up Pinnacle Bank Arena, uh, I don't think this is anything that um, you know is going to be easy for Nebraska. They're going to have to probably grind this thing out all the way until. Uh, The final minutes, and that's why I think the spread is uh, indicative of what it is. Uh,
0: So far, Robin, Alonzo Verge and Bryce McGowan have combined for 60% of Nebraska's shots this year on the season. Um, Do they get more help tonight? I mean, how do you get more help? Is is it an assist thing for those two, or is it just them, or is this guy not confident in putting up shots? How do you, I guess, uh, explain why that has been the case through two games so far?
2: Well, Bryce is supposed to get that many shots, and he's scoring a lot of points at an efficient rate, shooting over 60%, um, well over 60% from the field. And so that's that's what he's supposed to be doing. I think the bigger issue is Alonzo Verge has 36 shot attempts in 66 minutes of play. Uh, that's way too many for your point guard to be yeah, shooting. Uh, and he's a scorer. Well, that's what he did at Arizona State. Uh, He's kind of got that mentality to him, but that's not his role on this team. They need him to be a scorer, be aggressive with the ball, but first and foremost, he needs to be a facilitator. And I think a lot of times he's passing up open looks to teammates and uh, trying to force the issue, uh, and the offense has suffered significantly as a result of it. So, I mean, his, his stat line has been really impressive. I mean, it's, you know, 19 half points, seven rebounds, six assists per game, but the volume of uh, time that the ball is in his hands is is not good. And you talk about the lack of flow Nebraska's had offensively, that's a big reason for it. So Fred Hoiberg has really tried to hammer that home um, over the last few days. He had a really good film session with Alonzo after that Sam Houston game to just kind of show him – you know exactly what what they need from him. you know they they know we can score, They want him to be aggressive, but they have so many weapons uh, on that team that aren't getting involved enough. And that's directly his job as the point guard in this offense to make sure that all those other weapons are 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 being included in what Nebraska is offensively.
1: Robin Washit joins us, and I want you to paint a picture for me. Bryce McGowans, Bryce McGowans, who we've talked about here, seventeen for twenty one. From the free throw line this year, eighty-one percent. What does he do to get to the line? Is he getting to the basket like Palmer and drawing contact like James used to do? What what's that? Paint the picture for me.
2: Yeah, I um, mean that's that's been. I mean, even the Western Illinois game—that's how he got a lot of his points. Was just him, uh, you know, the the perimeter shot wasn't falling, and so you know, rather than force the issue, he decided to to just kind of take it to the rack and okay. then see what happens. Like and that's it. that's something that he. Can do, um, you know. The, the next element of his game is just being physical enough to finish better and not have to rely entirely on the uh, at the free throw line. But you know, to his credit, uh, despite um, you know, kind of physicality being one of the supposed questions of his game, especially at the Big Ten level, uh, he-
3: guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's C O. slash fuller.
2: You've done a good job of... Um kind of answering the call there and uh, has been assertive is taking the ball to the rack. And while he's not necessarily finishing probably as much as he would like, he's getting to the line and he's making his free throws. And that's why his point totals uh, have been what they've been. And when you are that uh, productive at the free throw line, suddenly your, your numbers uh, can look pretty good. And that James Palmer made uh, a a Nebraska career out of doing just that. So uh, I, I do think that that's certainly something Bryce has been, um, intentional with doing um he's capable of doing and if he's able to not only just get fouled but finish through contact uh you know the this guy could really be the limit there.
0: Robin if Nebraska wins tonight how much does that erase the sting of that that loss last Tuesday to Western Illinois if if any at all?
2: I mean in the short term uh certainly does because then the rest of November in, in theory <laughs> kind of like the Western Illinois game, mm. uh, they, they should win. And then you're going into December uh, with you know one blemish, but uh, a lot of momentum built up since that since that loss. So uh, a win is really important. Um, that Western Illinois game is still going to be an issue if Nebraska is, uh, in fact, a bubble team, because that's going to be that, that bad loss that everybody points to. Um, but if you go and, and beat Creighton, I mean, just for the morale, um, not only of your team, but of your fan base, to get people back on board and get some excitement going again. Uh, I think that could be a real turning point uh, to get this, the season back on track to where it was going into game one. Um, so, you know, again, it's, it will only do you so much good until the calendar turns to December and you have, you know, five straight high major opponents on the schedule. But I think between now uh, and, and, and through the holiday, uh, they could really do some serious, um, you know good for Nebraska's just mentality and, and confidence to, to build this thing uh, back to where they expected it to be.
1: Rob, I wrote four bullet points down from this conversation. I'm writing tonight from the game. I had to listen hard to you. you did good. So look for ball movement tonight by Nebraska. that's critical. Um, Creighton is not necessarily young but they got but their their roster is new. Alonzo Verge has to have a has a scores mentality, but has to be more of a facilitator, and that some of this is about building momentum to December. Is that did
0: I, did I hit that right? Yeah,
2: those are all really in, four intelligent points.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good. Thank stuff. you, <laughs> thank you, Rob, Robin. Always good stuff. Thanks for the time, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. See you tonight. Uh, we will. Husk ground Lines, yeah. Robin Washington. I'll yeah. be there. You'll be there. Yeah,
1: it, tomorrow's gonna be great.
0: Yeah. Because we're
1: going to be well, we're going to be breaking my that voice. Game down.
0: My voice is going to be in question tomorrow. Just I just
1: try to take some of your emotion out of it and be a little bit analytical.
0: Well, I I do both of that. I'm analytical and emotional. You, it's possible. It's possible. I'll handle the analytics. Oh. Uh, <laughs> When you're waving your shirt around over (laughs) your head. My shirt will be on the whole time. No, don't worry about that. Now, if I have a jacket, I might put that around and whip it. But this, this shirt... And we'll hopefully,
1: there's no Creighton fans in vicinity. No, I it.
0: hope that there are Creighton fans in the vicinity. That's, that is inaccurate. I hope they are up there. I don't want to look
1: down from the media area and see somebody being carted off by two policemen. I will be and the one then, carted and off. And I'm you, not beating anybody. Some up, blonde-haired though. guy with a red shirt on. Is that Jake? <laughs> <Come>
0: <laughs> I, I, I gotta check this out real quick. <laughs> I'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, do I not will, get carted away. I'll behave myself and I will try to keep my voice intact for tomorrow morning. Yeah. Well, you can have a raspy voice. Plan on it. Okay. <laughs> got to bring some tea tomorrow morning to soothe soothe things. All right, sir. go. We got to go. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464 4, five a chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe's. Sip is 1 and 0 on the week today. Top college basketball players of this season. What schools do these guys play for? Really? That's right. 464-5685. Four, four, Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464 5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. Don't be scared. We have a line open for you. 402 464 5685. Top college basketball players of this season. These are names you should know. They're well known names. What schools do they play for?
1: Hey, while we're waiting here um, for callers, Chucky Hepburn starting for Wisconsin. Yes. Um, already in the lineup. That's interesting. Hunter Salas did get minutes at Gonzaga.
0: Did not score against Texas. Played two minutes, I believe, okay. in that Oh, game. he just
1: played two in the first half, and that's it? That's it. Yeah. I know he played in the first just half. Just played
0: two minutes in that game. Okay. Uh, but they did beat They did beat Texas. Yes. Drew Timmy had like 36 points, yeah. something like that. Yeah.
1: I was hoping you'd name Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy. Apparently you won't. No, I was making sure I did I no, Drew Timmy. <laughs> Drew Timmy is hoping not on, name
0: him. on the names here. I was hoping you'd name him. No, don't don't keep naming names, so keep that for the show. Okay, Okay, we've got Jesse. Jesse, how do you feel about uh, top college basketball players this year?
1: Uh, not very good, but nobody's calling. So.
0: Well, we appreciate you, Jesse. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for taking one for, for the team. Here. Yeah,
1: good job. Thank. All
0: you. right, Jesse, first question goes to you. What school does guard Johnny Juzang play for?
1: Uh, UCLA.
0: Yeah. yeah. See, Jesse, you got this. You're fine. I would have had that, by the way. No hesitation there. Okay, Sip, for the tie, your first question. What school does guard Colin Gillespie play for?
1: Villanova.
0: Villanova is correct. 1-1 tie. How about that? Nice work. Jesse, to uh, take the lead, your last question. What school does EJ Liddell play for? Oh, he got that.
1: Got that? Uh, that'd be Ohio
0: State. Yeah, you got that. Good job. Jesse didn't Jesse. feel good. He's got these two good questions job, with Jesse. these so far. Yeah. Well, he's right.
1: just one of the best players in the. Big well,
0: I said it's called top college basketball players. That that is literally the topic's name here. So okay. yes. All right, all right, sip uh, for the tie. You can't miss this one. I'd, I'd be I'd be shocked. What school does Jaden Ivy play for? Oh man, I watched him the other night.
1: I'll tell you something. Now Purdue is a force. They're a legit
0: so, top team. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, Purdue, yeah. All right, this goes to Sip. You'll go over under his number here, Jesse. Sip, here we go. Colin Gillespie was the Big East Player of the Year last year. How many points per game did he average? So the first decimal, please. Gillespie, 17.6. Okay, over under 17.6, Jesse. Um, Let's go over. Believe it or not Just 14 points a game 14.0 points per game So Jesse we'll get you a bagel and coffee Thank you for calling in and calling down the road Absolutely. Good show, fellas. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. You, Jesse. Hey that. Jake, what's my
1: record this Two week? Two and oh this week. Yep. Twenty seven and twenty three since the reset. That's four games over. I'm I'm building a little that, bit of a
0: buffer. I, I feel like Happer's bagel boy shirt has really locked you in yeah. even more than you already were. Yeah. You don't want to wear that thing. No. That was good today. Thank you. Those are good. Yes. I'm, I'm glad by. you gave
1: Jesse the easy ones.
0: Jaden Ivey was pretty easy. You mentioned his name yesterday. I didn't know that. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah.
1: I watched Purdue, and that's – I'll give you a quick scouting report. Ivy has to be one of the best guards in America. That's what he looks like to me. I mean, one of the top five guards in America, top four guards in America. Travion Williams
0: has raised his game. He's been there for a long time.
1: Yeah, he's raised – it. he's really playing well,
0: active, really active. They're, they're, they're good. I'm telling you, for some reason, Purdue, though, is a team Nebraska has played well against. Yeah, They just have. That's true. They've beaten them, they've played well against them. Yep. So I should be scared of them, but I don't say here today scared no, Edie, of Purdue. They do well. rebound well, too. Zach Eady played well the other night. Yep. Uh, we'll wrap things up with a spillover with Connor Happer and Mike Schaefer next on Early Break in the Ticket.